discussing Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4. Um, here in this episode, um, it's mostly, you see kind of more of the more flashbacks, how he specifically teamed up with Finnick, um, who's played by Ming-Nan Wen. Um, you also see him kind of, it's kind of coming to a, well, I guess we still have some more flashbacks left because he still has to get the armor. Mm-hmm. We still have, we don't know how he got the armor back, um, you know, so out of the well, Sarlacc pit. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We saw that in, uh, in the Mandalorian. Oh, in the Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah. So we are, so, so the flashbacks are pretty yeah. much done then in this yeah I, I think the flashbacks have more or less where the show is and i think for my money this is probably my favorite episode of the season mm. because stuff actually happens it's stuff that is actually intriguing stuff that i've wanted i wanted to see more just uh the adventures of boba and fennec shan mm. i wanted to see more of boba's reasoning for Wait, why even become a crime lord? Wait, in the first who's, place? wait, what's all that clicking? Who doing all that clicking? What's all that clicking? Who's hmm? who's, who's like the clicking oh, like a oh. mouse? That oh, sorry about that. That was uh, that's uh, in the background here. Oh, um, but yeah, I wanted to see more of of uh, Fennec Shand and Boba Fett working together, and he really see his justification for why even become a crime boss. Yeah, uh, Dusk. Uh, well, this was better than last episode. I'll give it that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, still- I I hated the last. I I was just waiting for that for that entire episode to just be done, mm-hmm. so I could just write off the show completely and just be done with it. Yeah, but this episode's turned me around. This this episode hasn't turned me around, mm-hmm. even with all his aspects and him them doing a little bit better. He still doesn't act like Boba Fett. He still makes decisions, so I'm like, why would you point the ship over the Sarlacc pit? You knew you didn't. Ha- you had the armor on you. You knew you had it when you punched your way out. Even I know you were like in a daze, but like, come on, man. And just to have that scene where they destroy the Sarlacc, I could see in like Revenge, he just plumps that thing in. That was what I was expecting. And then what? If you were gonna do that, why not just do it first? Why take the chance? Mm. And then, and then he he. He, he goes some. This is the most th- Boba Fett thing he did in the entire show. Was he roasted those Mike writers? That's he ghosted, <laughs> and I'm like unfairly ghosted them. And I'm like, all right, all right. That that was a very Boba Fett thing to do. I'm cool. She even says at one point early on, he's like, being with the Tuscan Raiders have made you soft. And I'm like, yeah, they actually really have. They mm-hmm. really have. You're not the same character, and I, so I kind of don't. What yeah. is Boba Fett supposed to be? To be honest. It's hard, it's hard to say really. From my knowledge of the ECU cam- comics, I guess him just being a Dymo in general is just kind of something I never expected. I really wanted to see, and I'm still not sure whether I really want to. And I guess I just, from what I've seen in ECU, he's just this badass bounty hunter, and you're like, why do you care about Tentuine? Like, it's like a desert place. Why do you even care? Why wouldn't you go to Mandalore, Mandalore like, and try to all that jazz? Mm. It just seems like this is a place. And it still clashes. When he brings Fennec to those cyborg people, like I know it's a nice cameo for Thunder, the producer Thundercat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Thundercat who actually did some music for the show. Mm. Kudos to him. Which was cool. Nice little shout out for him, but... Yeah. Other than that, I, I just... 
I was gonna say he was not one. good and not not yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, I mean, it's a nice little thing for him, but I wouldn't I say he was good. I mean, honestly, that this whole cybernetic stuff is stupid. I don't know why it's in here. Like, it's fine. They had robotic arms in, in Star Wars. That's fine. But I always had much more of a grit and the style. It feels like, what is my cyberpunk doing in my Star Wars? Mm. Like, I, it should be much more gritty, much more pulled back. He shouldn't be wearing clothes that he clearly has gotten from Moss Eisley. And... Or Coruscant and other places that are high end, but it's not. This is Tantooine and the boonies and the desert. And mm. the only cool moment I would say in this was he got the. Uh, I appreciated that the Wookiee tore guy's arm off, even mm. though he was like being slowly like placated. And then he said, "F that." And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, my all right, my dude. I respect nah, that. I choose violence." And I'm like, "I respect that. I respect it." join my crew and he had a dinner scene where the entire table was over the grate that he could just pull a single lever and they all fall mm. in the solid in the Rannock pit and i'm like yeah and he's just like politely i'm like sit no 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 sit, yeah sit that down. that that's some shit that i wanted to see from jump yeah mm. that was like that's that's some bobus up that's some bobus uh fat stuff i'm like all right you're a hardened bounty hunter and you, you know what you're doing sit down he actually felt like a character in that moment, at least a little bit. But it doesn't save an entire series that's been kind of true, where are we going? True. Hmm. true. I'm I'm kind of with the first three episodes, I was like, okay, you've got you've only got seven episodes. Where where is this going? Get to the fucking point already. And I feel like they're starting to with this one. It's setting up, okay, this is uh Boba Fett in his new uh organization going to war against another syndicate. Mm. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, judging by uh, flute that we heard at the very end of the episode, somebody might be coming back, which I can't wait to see. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is this episode so far for me. Um, I think I can. I guess that's not a high body jump over because I thought some of these <laughs> episodes have been pretty mediocre to bad. Um, mm. But uh, I, yeah, I think this is the best one so far. Um, I think you know seeing them kind of team up, Finnick. You know, seeing the relationship where that started, um, I thought was was good. Um, and when he goes to the cybernetic place, like you said, feels yeah, kind of like some cyberpunk, you know, kind of stuff, you know. And then, but then it gets into like, see if Star Wars tries to make any advancement like that in in star wars then it's like well then it's not star wars anymore you know then it's like then it trans you know crosses over to another sci-fi so that's why it's tough i think sometimes with star wars because it's just so limited sometimes and stuff it can do and then where it's, it, it can expand and then it, where it can't yeah but not necessarily but people but people think it's so limited like whenever yeah. anybody tries to different with star wars you get the the millions of crying neckbeards online it's like why are you giving this star wars <laughs> i when it's specifically talking about the cybernetic stuff i only ask that it be somewhat in line for what we've seen just in that term i'm not against it if this was in coruscant i would have no problem with their aesthetic because they fit the aesthetic of that planet oh okay. i'm just wondering why are you having like a cyberpunk theme on Tantooine? You're on a junk planet. Like, mm. what? How can you afford to do this kind of a business? That kind of a job for that amount of coin to take out to do what they had to do? That doesn't make logistical sense. Do you see what I'm well, kind of saying here? I mean, not that I'm against the style. It just is clashing. I, 
Well, I think that's. I think that's kind of a weird nitpick because I mean we don't know anything about I mean really about this financial yeah, this planet. I mean it's just. I mean, Tatooine has just been this plan. We just know it's got sand on it, and then people go here, and then there's crime here, and then people leave, and then go somewhere else. I mean, this is the longest we've ever really spent on this planet, exploring this planet and the themes. Like, to go back to the last episode with episode three, where I complained about the bikes, where I said, like, okay, well, you got these nice-ass bikes... And it says like, but we we don't have any work, and and it's like, well, if you stop spending money on these damn bikes and stop, <laughs> maybe you could leave off planet and go somewhere. So that was kind of the weird thing I had about that. And the shiny bikes, it's like this doesn't fit with a lot of the aesthetic going on in the in the world of of this this planet because everything is kind of dirty and dingy. But he goes to that place with Jennifer Beale, that that you know hangout spot, the bar. And that's a fancy mm-hmm. looking place, you know. It looks like it's very much well upkept and everything like that. And you know, this you know Max Rebo's there still playing the same song for thirty for hundreds of years. He's still playing the same song, um, you know. So I think this is it's just different kind of places and things in this in this city. I think you know. I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, what do you think about that though? Um, I don't have I don't have an issue with like clashing a. Th- aesthetics that's kind of always been a thing in star wars it's like why is uh star wars it's kind of always been its own weird thing and blending of like different sci-fi elements and different cultures that's kind of always been what star wars has done Mm. yeah i guess i would just hope it was more cohesive to me it just feels like set pieces that they have and it doesn't quite feel like it's gelling with the rest of the environment Again, I'll admit that is somewhat of a nitpick, but it's just something I have to bring up because you guys asked me my opinion. Mm. That's what I'm given. Okay. Uh, Otherwise, yes, of the episodes I've seen, this one is arguably the best because things actually happen. The character Mm. is proactive. He did stuff. He didn't just sit around on his throne with his gut doing nothing. And that armor that is clearly, like, He's that space girdle that he's got on. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> uh, the, he he's he's rocking the dad bod. Now. I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, in combat, it's gonna be kind of a hindrance. But sure, um, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't gotten time to get in super shape. I know them gains. It's hard, uh, but <laughs> he, he he's in the bulking phase right right yeah. now. Cut is coming. It, it's it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> at, at least this is showing something. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll give it that. Is it what I necessarily was hoping to see when they mentioned a Boba Fett show? No, but I I mean I'm gonna ride it out. I still think cohesively it probably should have just released all at once so we could just binge it and be done. Mm-hmm. And just so I could know where the hell this is going <laughs> in the first place, because even though they're gonna have an all out war with the budget they've shown, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that great. But I might be might wrong. Be, yeah, they could be saving the budget. At least for True. like the big, big final conflict. True. Um, I like the mix they do, kind of with a lot of stuff they do with the practical and CGI, like a lot with the animals, the creatures. I thought is, I think it's pretty nice. Um, this episode he was riding a um, hmm, what do you call that creature? Uh, it, he was riding a bantha. Bantha, and it 
looked really good like it like it looked like this good mix of like this practical kind of effect with the band thug mm-hmm. and when he was riding it uh which re- which was really nice and um so I, I like that stuff in star wars i, I like that stuff you know that feels it, it makes it i think feel more in world when when you that makes it, it more unique is the mix of puppetry along mm-hmm. with other practical effects yeah, um, mm-hmm. so I thought that was really nice, um, and to see Black Chrysanthemum still hanging around—I mean, uh, you know, just just hanging around, just getting drinks, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, just seemed like I don't know he would have left or worried about that Boba Fett. Maybe I mean, he got paid. Yeah, uh, but I'm just saying maybe he would have been worried about maybe Boba Fett changing his mind and going like, you know what? Maybe I'll kill you instead. I mean, you did try to kill me. But I mean, <laughs> arguably, based on the timeline, it's another problem I have with the show because of the back and forth. We arguably don't even know how long it's been between episodes. Mm. It has been a couple of days. It's been a couple of weeks. Mm. All we know, last episode, he let him go a day ago, and he's just waiting for his ship to take him. So he's just going to drink. Mm. True. With the money he's got from the job. Yeah. And then he was just seeing people have fun and then just... just right. Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, just lost it. It brought back horror. It brought back horror memories for his time spending in that pit. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm you know, I, Black Chrysanthemum now that, again, like, that's what we see. We see Boba Fett building a team, getting a team together. So he's got the the Lollipop Guild. You know, he's got those the, the teenagers there. Um, you know, he's got Ming-Na Wen. He's got the two guards. He's got now the Black Chrysanthemum. So it's like he's assembling his team of people that's going to help him fight this gang war. Um, yeah, and, and now he's got the backing of the other syndicates on Tatooine as mm, well. Yeah. Um, or does he? Mm, exactly and it's it feels like it feels like what's being played out in the show is what should have been in the writer's room with they're like like doing all the, the kind of like okay well should we keep this in here no let's get this out it feels like it's being played out live of all the mistakes and yeah things that we see it was just all kind of throughout the show um and i hope that makes kind of sense um given that it's just like we're seeing kind of everything they're just throwing out there and just putting into it, and it just doesn't feel as strong. I think like the flashback stuff, like we mentioned before, it's like it's kind of like two shows. It's like okay, we want to show him how he got to be where he is now, but then also we're gonna do the focus on the new story, him being a crime lord. It just feels like two different things, and it doesn't mix all that well. Um, and yeah, I mean, with that stuff with Blacker saying, I mean, I mean. Happy to see him rip some more people's arms off and do some shit because I was, <laughs> you know what I mean, excited for him to come in because he comes in, he comes in cool, he comes in growling, he comes in. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be badass, man. It's gonna be awesome, but it's just like, yeah, I mean, he just kind of went out like a wet noodle, uh, bear hugging uh, Boba Fett and then getting beat by um, the Scooby Doo gang, and and I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> and then falling into the pit. So, um, and yeah, I mean. Uh, so I think you know again. It's this is building and building. I mean, I'm eager to see him riding the Rancor because you're going to ride the Rancor, mess up some stuff there, doing that. Um, and I liked him sitting down with the meeting with all the other crime lords, and now he's got his own Rancor. It's like you know what I mean. I think that was I thought that was kind of a cool moment there. And when he was blasting the uh, the bikers that killed his the Tuscan Raiders, um, I thought that was kind of good. You know, I thought that was I thought that was kind of good. Um, what what kind of your guys thinking? Uh, that's that's definitely the best scene in the in the whole. Uh, it's the most Boba Fett has acted like uh, the Boba that we've known in in the original trilogy in stuff like the comics that have come out with him, and it's finally 
good to see that this show finally has momentum. And for the first time since uh, the premiere, I'm actually looking forward to ne- next week's episode. Mm. Okay. Uh, Dust? Um, I said everything that I enjoyed. I put stuff that I think it still needs to work on. It needs to get to its point. It needs mm. to get to why we're here really soon. It should have done three episodes ago. But hey, better late than never. Um, I'm not excited for this show anymore. Mm. That's long since passed. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting to see whether or not it's going to turn, it's going to keep its momentum going, or it's going to end on a sour note. Mm. So you just kind of, yeah, you just kind of. I'm just writing it out. Do you think it can really turn you around, like the last few episodes? It can just really just knock your socks off. It would out? have to do quite a lot. I mean, it would do a have to do a whole lot, and I, I don't have the hope in the writers' guild, in the writers' room, to for that to have already happened. Hmm. Yeah. At best, it'll probably end on a. Oh, it was all right. Hmm. If we can just get there, I'd be. I'll be all right. Well, at least it was okay. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I'm just hoping for. You know what? That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Am I ever gonna watch it again, or like be excited for another Star Wars thing? Except for Mandalorian, probably not. So you're not you're not gonna be excited for Ahsoka or Obi Wan or if this is what they've done to uh, that, I'd have no trust of whatever they do after this. Hmm. It depends what I see when like trailers and clips start dropping for for both of those shows. Mm. Okay. Because uh, how many other shows is it? There's Obi Wan. There's Ahsoka. What is, uh, what's the other one? Is there another one? I mean, there was gonna be uh, Rangers of the Republic, which uh, yeah, Gina Carano fumbled the bag. Oh, oh, and then um, what's his name? Um, the character from Rogue One. Oh, uh, oh, Paul uh, Soon Young Lee, who was also uh, Appa in uh, in Kim's Convenience. He's one of the leads in that show. Oh, okay. Uh, you're talking about um, uh, the. Uh, What's his name? Uh, damn. Deluna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that kid. Oh, Diego. Luna. Oh, right. Diego Cassian Luna. Andor. Yeah, yeah he's going to do that Cassian Andor awesome. soon. I mean, he was such an amazing character, that Cassian Andor. Really, yeah. just a phenomenal character, that Cassian Andor, that everyone remembers from Rogue One. Clearly. Yeah, and you, and you have the screenwriter coming back. The screenwriter of Rogue One coming back for that, so I'm 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 more excited for that show than it. Mm. Yeah. I was being sarcastic but okay uh, <laughs> yeah hey i love hey i loved rogue one that's my favorite star wars movie and i really like the character of diego luna yeah i like i okay. like I, you I, I you didn't like rogue one i liked rogue one that's i didn't also, hate rogue yeah, one i'm just saying have, diego luna wasn't a, like an amazing character i thought he was pretty good i thought i, no, I thought he's fine he's fine hey, yeah diego luna and alan tudyk i can hmm yeah I thought he's. I'd like the whole spy element there, um, everything like that. So maybe- oh no, he is the most interesting aspect of that movie, and it's a shame that we follow a boring character instead of him. Mm. I would have been totally cool with a, like a rebel who has had to done, do some really dirty crap, and he's mm. had to be put on this like this like only solo run into it. It's like a suicide run in order for this to get going. Yeah. Like I'm totally cool with that, but that's not what happened. <laughs> uh, um we'll see um yeah yeah, I, yeah yeah looking at the cast for uh kenobi I'm, uh ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen back you have uh joel edgerton rupert friend benny safty kumail nanjiani 
I'm more excited for that, uh, looking at the cast involved in, with it. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kenobi's my favorite Star Wars character, so I'm excited for Kenobi. Uh, Ahsoka, I'm so, excited to see what they do there. Um, and then, plus, Admiral Thrawn is going to be in the Ahsoka series, so I'm excited to see what they mm-hmm. do there with Admiral Thrawn, who's going to be playing Admiral Thrawn. Um, because I saw Admiral Thrawn, even though I haven't read the EU books with him in it, I watched Rebels uh, with him, and I thought he was a really good character in Rebels. Um, I wonder He's one of the most famous. What is it? He's one of the most famous, one of the most popular um, extended universe characters, Admiral Thrawn. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, very, very famous, very popular yeah, EU character. And then, is Darth Maul supposed to be in the Obi-Wan series? I feel like he's he's not. He's not in the cast list. I feel like he should be but we already saw that character die in uh star wars rebels mm, but uh yeah i i guess it was where where the timeline is yeah because in the yeah because yeah in the yeah, rebel show obi-wan kills him there um mm. yes yeah, so i guess it's where the t- where they're putting this timeline wise of the show 